0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all of the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locust and wild honey. This is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. It is said that you can learn a lot about a person by the books that they keep on their bookshelves. I would also say that you can learn a lot about a person by what they hang on their refrigerator. My refrigerator has a calendar from the Kansas Wildlife and Parks. It has a picture of my dog that has gone before me and is awaiting me. No, I'm not going to give a homily on whether dogs go to heaven. (laughs) And finally, on my refrigerator is a prayer from a Native American Indian chief. It's entitled, Live Your Life. Live Your Life. The opening line of this poem is, So live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Last week I preached about praying in the midst of fear and anxiety. I gave some practical ways to pray when you're anxious and when you're upset. This week I would like to focus upon a grace-filled moment that allows us to eliminate fear so that peace can enter into our hearts. Today's the second Sunday of Advent. We continue our march through the Gospel of St. Mark. We're going to be in it for the whole year. Most of the readings will come from there. St. Mark, throughout his Gospel, asks a question. Scripture scholars call this the Marcane question. He asks, who is this? Who is this that calms the storms? Who is this that can make those who are blind see, those who are deaf hear, and those who are lame walk? Who is this that can forgive sins? St. Mark, of course, knows the answer. He gives it in the opening line that I proclaim today. It's Mark chapter 1, verse 1. Very first thing of the gospel. He says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. There's the answer. He gives the answer, and then throughout his gospel, he will ask the question, We as Christians, we believe that we will be judged by the Son of God. Therefore, we want to come to the Lord with joy. Notice in today's collect, the opening prayer, it spoke about rushing to the Lord, running to the Lord. Maybe reminiscent to uh, the prodigal father, running out to greet his prodigal son. Isn't that the way we want to greet the Lord at the end of our lifetime? Rather than hesitantly or like Adam and Eve, hiding from the Lord? How can we approach the Lord with joy without fear? Saint Mark tells the story of what John the Baptist was doing and how he proclaimed this message. He said, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. How did these people make straight the path? Well, Mark tells us that the people were coming to John the Baptist for baptism as they acknowledged their sins. In meeting the Lord Jesus, what should we be afraid of? Well, we all know that we're sinners. But what we really should be afraid of is unrepentant sins. Unacknowledged sins. In the sacrament of confession or reconciliation, we do just that. We acknowledge our sins, but more importantly, we acknowledge God's mercy. We acknowledge God's love. Many of you know that having been a priest in this diocese for 30 years, I've had a number of uh, chaplaincies, and one of them throughout those years was a chaplain to those who are hard of hearing and deaf, those who use sign language as their first language. And in sign language, there are two signs, one for confession, one for reconciliation. Both are really appropriate for this moment of grace. Confession, you take your right hand and you put it over your heart, your very being, And you put your left hand in front where it's visible. Everyone can see. And you pull from your heart and you place it into your left hand. That's confession. That which is secret, that which I am maybe even ashamed of, I expose it. I confess it. I get it out of myself. And the other word we use for this sacrament is reconciliation. In sign language, friends, you would take your two index fingers and intertwine them. And if you were really good friends, then you would do it twice, once on top of each other. Using those same fingers in the the word, the symbol for reconciliation, you would use your left hand for yourself, your right hand for God, and the two coming together together. And those fingers intertwining. That's reconciliation. That's, I'm lifting my sins up to you, Lord, and I'm receiving your mercy. Both of those symbols, confession, reconciliation, are very apt symbols of what happens in this moment of grace. It's tough to acknowledge our sins. It's difficult to give voice to these sins, to God and to another human being, but it's necessary in order for us to grow in holiness, in humility, and to be at peace with ourselves and with one another. You might say, well, Father, I confess the same sins over and over. Yes, and our Lord never tires of hearing of our sins because he never tires of giving us his forgiveness and mercy. It's the enemy who tells us that the Lord is tired of us, but God is never tired of his children. Back to my refrigerator art. I love the outdoors, hence the calendar. I truly enjoyed the gift of my pet, and the Native American Indian poem, well, it's a reminder to me. Just as I wear clerical clothing of black and white, reminding all of us of Ash Wednesday when we received ashes and we were told that we are dust and until dust we shall return. I as a Christian who believes in eternal life, I do not want to fear death. As we continue our Advent journey, I encourage you to acknowledge your sins through the sacrament of reconciliation. In doing so, we can live our lives that the fear of death can never enter into our hearts. Then we can, as St. Peter said, await these things and be eager to be found without spot or blemish before Him. And at peace. Peace is what we really all want, isn't it? Peace is what Jesus offers us when we confess our sins and humbly receive his mercy.